Al-Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Ramadan, Ramadan. Ramadan nights on Al-Bayan Radio. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome our dear listeners again. We are live at Al-Bayan Studios and we are joined by our dear guest and our beloved Sheikh Fayez. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaba. Khair. And as, as always, Sheikh Khalid Muhammad, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Subhanallah, what an honor, subhanallah. Uh, Sheikh, we don't I mean, have a lot of time, subhanallah, but Sheikh, يعني, so, يعني, the journey that a lot of us have had through da'wah, um, to a lot of brothers, alhamdulillah, يعني, you played a big part, subhanallah, in their, in their journey, uh, especially subhanallah, when we first, a lot of the early brothers coming into يعني, the deen, the lack of, for example, English speakers, subhanAllah, and you were there, alhamdulillah, with the brothers, for the brothers, teaching them the Qur'an and the sunnah. And alhamdulillah, Shaykh, there are a lot of fruits, subhanAllah, that you may or may not see, subhanAllah. Shaykh, moving forward, life changes. Moving forward in our life, knowing that يعني, we go from, obviously, learning, then we become, a lot of us were teenagers, then we, be, we had married, we had children, became fathers. Now we have to educate our families. Moving forward, Sheikh, what advice do you give any, the, the brothers in, in moving forward in their journey of learning and not just becoming any, teachers to any, the general, but also to their family and how to sort of build and improve on that, subhanAllah. A'udhu billahi shaitan ar-rajim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. The most important thing in life is acknowledging by recognizing the essence behind our earthly existence. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala create us in the first place? Indeed, for no other than to show ultimate utter servitude to him and him alone. And the only way we can ever do that is by acquiring this beautiful religion, better words, this deen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has imposed upon us. Once you recognize, hence acknowledge this definition of life, you will indeed come to the conclusion that your ultimate aim on this earthly inhabitants is one and one alone. That is to show utter worship to him and him alone. And hence we got to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did command those who have responsibilities, whether it is a family, whether it is siblings, whether it is parents, whether it is friends, that you should be enlightening them with the light of the Quran and the light of the Sunnah. This is the most important, the most crucial thing that definitely tantamounts to your success both in this life of this dunya, which is temporal, and the eternal existence in the next, which is obviously forever and ever. So the most important thing that we can advise one another 
is to study the law, the legislations that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has imposed upon us. These impositions, whether it's Quranic or prophetic injunctions, give us a eye opener, a reason, a focus to live. And how do we do this? Attend, study, delve into that which Allah loves. Study the Quran. Study the authentic Sunnah. And make sure you acquire this from respected, reputable individuals who teach nothing other than directly from the Quran and the authentic Sunnah. No dodgy stuff. No deviated stuff. No things that go against these prophetic and Quranic injunctions. This is salvation. Save yourselves and your families from eternal damnation. So basically what I advise every single person is you make sure that your focus is never lost. And your focus is not to acquire the materialistic world and desire it and want it and want more and more and more. This is not going to help you. You make sure that you leave a legacy that is built on no other than Islamic religiosity. This is our aim. This is our ambition. This is what we want. We want to go to Al-Firdaus Al-A'la. And you will not go to Al-Firdaus Al-A'la based on worldly ambitions, period. You weren't born for that. You were born. You were created to worship Al-Jabbar Al-Mutakabbir. I hope, inshallah ta'ala, that clarifies it. You know, there is a lot you can talk about. It's, it's a ever and never-ending sort of topic. But bi-idhnillahi ta'ala, I hope that is enlightening. SubhanAllah. Shaykh, from, from the perspective of battles, through different times, and if you want to say every couple of years there's like a new battle, what, what's the battle the, the youth are facing today? And what, what is the battle that the adults that were youth and enduring, subhanAllah, the earlier times, what, what, what's the, like the, in a nutshell, what are we up against this day and age uh, like for example you know back when I was growing up you know it was you know the the, the nightlife you know the the partying this this was the fit now this was the sort of uh, battle that we had to sort of you know you know fight against but it things change from time to time for this day and age what do you see the battle for for the youth and for the parents in a sort of in a in a, in a nutshell that is a very, very important question, and we are experiencing a major change in our lives, especially us being brought up, born in Australia, from the time, the year that I was born, which is 1970, to now, it's, 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 it's so, so different. It's a phenomenal difference. Today, we are so wired up. This is what's affecting our youth. The world is so wired up. We are living, the internet this is, is the living space of the majority. The internet now the is, internet is the living space. That's all they do. It's their space of existence on the internet. It is one of the most diabolical means of propaganda. Hence, 
we are being monitored. We are being controlled. We are being demonized through this. Our children, the grown-ups, even the elderly is being affected by this internet. It is, in fact, extremely dangerous and destructive. And this is the situation today. We have been affected by wanting to be out there. See, the focus of the internet world is very clear. The focus is I, me, my, everything goes back to the ego, the self. self Self-promotion. Absolutely. Hence, people want likes and people want, you know, uh, hits and people want comments and they have forgotten the ikhlas that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded them to have. Our main existence is built on ikhlas. This internet has diverted our focus, our attention, especially the youth. All they want is to be liked, to be watched, to, to, save, to see good comments. This is extremely destructive. And you can see it. It's the obsession with the self, so the, the I, ego, I, the mind. Absolutely. The, so it's because Sheikh, I remember Subhanallah. We did spend many, you know, and years studying and learning Subhanallah from you know, your lessons. And I remember something that you would always tell us is never ask for position, never ask to lead the prayer, never ask, oh, "Can I give khutbah?" or "I'm I'm the one to give khutbah." Never, never put your hand up and say, "I want to do it." except when it comes in a situation where it becomes like a fard. But generally, never try to promote yourself. And this day and age, a person doesn't need to be verified, doesn't need a sheikh to say, yep, he's good to talk. I remember that a lot of brothers, the years and years they were studying, and I I recall like clearly that there were situations where you would do like a mock khutbah. You would have the brothers get up on the mimbar and give a khutbah and you would tell them, you're not ready yet. And sometimes it would be a year or two before you say, now you're ready. So they had that verification. And then you would also sometimes say, prepare the lesson, memorize it. You know, tell it to me. I'll tell you, you know, if it's right, if it's wrong. Now that's all gone. Anyone can verify themselves. Anyone can speak. Anyone can promote himself. And for those that sort of don't know, now you can't sort of dislike videos. They've removed those dislike buttons and things like that. So really now the, the door is open for anyone to promote himself. If he wants to promote himself as a scholar, he can. And he won't have, and if anyone puts a negative comment, he can delete it. So there's no control anymore. So we don't, you know, we don't know. We see a video. Who is this guy? Where is he studied? What's going on? We're not even asked that anymore. You know, I know there's situations where people, they're giving lessons and they just reverted a week ago. And people are taking their lessons and taking what they say as as as, as Quran and Sunnah. So, Yani, this is what we've come to. Yani, what what do we do? One of the greatest fears of the scholars, our righteous forebears, the pious predecessors, was the fear of fame and being well known amongst the people. And they, as we all know, mention many many beautiful, profound statements regarding this issue. One of them, as we all know, is flee from people as you would flee from a lion. And as a great Fudayl ibn Iyad mentions, if you are able to get by without being known, then you do so. And then he says, why do you want to be praised by people? Why would you want to be known by people? Or do you want to be known by people? 
Hence, he says, if you are able to become a sheikh, interpretation of the meaning of his words, without being known, then do so. For, may, for you may be blameworthy in the sight of man, while praiseworthy in the sight of Allah. Being desiring position is extremely detestable, distasteful, prohibited in the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anyone that desires position according to the Islamic injunctions is not given that position. It's actually haram to give an individual who steps forward and say, I want this position. And there's many narrations that corroborate this. What we got to understand is this is the problem that we're talking about. It's the desire to be out there, the desire to be known. Ikhlas no longer exists to many. Hence, we see dua, which they're doing a great job, some of them. But when we see them on social media outlets, whether it's on, you know, on, uh, on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, on, uh, on Twitter, on this TikTok madness, they, like you see them and you can see that they have that desire of wanting people to reply in a way that they want and like. And when they do not, you see their real color and the true color. They get angry. So they're not picking a topic no. people need. They're picking a topic that will cause people Absolutely. to... Absolutely. This is a game, the Islamic tenets and facets. We are not allowed to be like this. Hence, I emphasize a very important point. Keep away from the social media outlets if you yourself know that you are unable to control your heart. Because it becomes against you and not for you. What is your reasoning? What is your intention of delivering Islamic thoughts if it's not for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So riyah and sumr, which is a minor shirk in Islam, is extremely devastating and destructive. It will be against you the day that you shall meet your Lord and not for you. May Allah protect us from it, inshallah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sheikh, there is a hadith, I'm not sure exactly of the wording, Again, I do remember something that you taught us that whoever wants to be heard by the people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make him be known and heard by the people. That's Meaning an that, That's a... um, yeah, I mean, someone that like wants, you know, I want the whole world to know about my marriage, but the whole world will know, he would hear about his divorce, yani, and he'll be all over the news. Yani, you want the whole world to know about you? The whole world's going to know about you, but not maybe the way you want. They'll know the good and they'll also know the bad and sometimes we see this like when someone goes viral and you know they, they get to a certain level you find that he's so famous he's so popular and then on the flick of a switch he becomes change. you know ends up in jail ends up uh, losing his whole you know wealth obviously this is a sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to show us that you know it doesn't matter how high you reach and this is obviously goes to many stories in the Quran and the Sunnah that even if you think you've reached the pinnacle Things can change. Don't ever quickly. be comfortable or don't ever get complacent. There's a great imam by the name of Ibrahim Ibn Adham, the great ascetic, as we all know. He was so, so unknown, physically I'm talking about. No one even knew how he looked, only a few. That one day he was working in an orchard <coughs> and a group of students of the great ascetic Ibrahim Ibn Adham was searching for Ibrahim. They did not know how he looked. So they were guided to the orchard. So when he was 
in the orchard, he was picking whatever he was picking, fruit. Uh, this group of people enter the orchard and they start calling out, Ya Ibrahim, Ya Ibrahim, Oh Alim, Oh Shaykh. And he hears them. So he walks to them and he asks them, Who are you looking for? He says, Oh, we're looking for the great Alim, the eminent Ibrahim ibn Adam. He goes, Oh, and is he in here? And he's, and that's him. Subhanahu Khalik, that is him. And he said, Okay, let us look together. So they start going around the orchard and the trees, and he's calling out and yelling out, crying out loud, Ya Ibrahim, where are you? This is how they were. They were unknown. They did not want to be known. And this was the, you can t- say, the motto of all the righteous predecessors. They did not want even fatwa to be given to them, to be asked. They feared the answer could be wrong. They feared to be known. As one narration mentions, some of the early predecessors, if they saw more than four students in front of them, they would just stand up and just walk away. Where are we from that today? More than four. Yes. Not there's four, so what am I doing here? No, more than four. Today, for example, I just recently, I'm not going to name any names. I believe you're not allowed. One brother was telling me I had to leave a lesson because there was only two, there was only three students there. He's far from the actions and practices of our righteous predecessors, our forebears. May Allah protect us. It all goes back to your intention. You will be rewarded according to what you intend. It's so, so basic. You know what you're intending. Allah knows better than that. Make sure that it is only for Allah and Allah alone. And Sheikh Khaled, you're from the younger generation. SubhanAllah. Um, and uh, do, you, do you know Sheikh Khaled? Have you met before? <laughs> I believe I have. I think he's got my blood. <laughs> my biological, not my only brotherly blood, my biological blood. SubhanAllah. So Sheikh Khaled, for those that know, is the nephew of, of Sheikh Fayez. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make it easy for him. Uh, SubhanAllah. Yani the, the, the youth, or obviously your generation was probably where the visual internet was peaking a bit more. Like the YouTube. Yeah, the internet. To, yeah. You know, we're more the MP3, <coughs> CD burning. We're talking about the other day. We see the CD stackers. I still have Sheikh Faiz's cassette tapes. <laughs> I think the I actual was, cassette tapes. But the thing gonna, is, yeah. I can't find a cassette player <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to play, play the, the Day of Resurrection. Nine, 1997. But I was going to say that when you mentioned earlier that you went to a fair few of his lessons, that I think needs 10, 20 podcasts no, I was like, alone. Yeah, subhanAllah. <laughs> if you open that door. Those days, subhanAllah. But yeah, we used to... Tape the cassette tapes and uh, Muller Brother, the brothers, they used to, you know, do the, the, I remember they even got the price on, I think $2 a tape. And they used to, subhanAllah, obviously funds going back yeah. to the Dawah. And I remember Sheikh Allah Zil Khair, um, and maybe I'll get you to touch on it after, Sheikh Khalid, that you always used to tell the brothers that no copyright on my. Absolutely on my, not. On my Absolutely not. I remember. Totally yeah. against it. And um, so, yeah, the, the, the visual um, internet, like that, has really affected more of the youth of today because everything subhanallah is visual insane, yeah. and just to give example one one brother that i was speaking to the other day a young young kid and he was on um one of the social media i go, I go open up your analytics i want to see he started laughing and it was from monday to friday and it was more than 30 hours on instagram and yeah. TikTok. and that laugh usually is is a f- like almost like a form of guilt 30 yeah. hours like four, four and a half yeah. days the ha- that's 30 hours yeah. of screen time so 
how do you find that like has changed the mentality of the of the actual youth of yeah, of today? Course, yeah, of course, no doubt. Yeah, uh, as you mentioned with the analytics, the visuals and things like this, not just watching, but also as um, the Sheikh mentioned and you mentioned earlier that be, wanting to be watched. Yani today everyone wants to be that uh, center of attention they want to be in the spotlight and things like that for no doubt about it subhanallah the times have changed as the sheikh mentioned and uh, to be honest yani wallah i'd love to just just benefit from the sheikh now i wanted just to mention uh, one point that was I, rec- I think it was about 10 11 maybe 12 years ago subhanallah that point about uh, if I'm going to shift the question, Ahmad, inshallah, maybe we can discuss this just so we can benefit from the Sheikh as much as we can in this short time. Uh, around 10, 11, 12 years ago, subhanAllah, when we study with the Sheikh as well and obviously continue to benefit from him, uh, he mentioned and used to mention these points about the few people in the lessons and things like this and mention, you know, don't ever be like these individuals that for you to give a lesson you need to have this great crowd. For, I want to just, if the Sheikh, uh, you know, may just touch up on uh, the difference between Sheikh, what we know today as those pump-up lectures and what you used to always remind us of and what you started off so beautifully, Amar, that it could be just one person that benefits, subhanAllah, that ends up being your sadaqah. And you mentioned the fruits, Amar. SubhanAllah, today we saw almost, I think, 10 brothers at least minimum from the du'at themselves that are, may Allah bless the Sheikh, fruits from his da'wah. Yani just bless now, him. one of the, our tech teams, may Allah bless, bless the brother, he messaged um, uh, Sheikh Jamil's message. We give a shout out to Sheikh Jamil, Sheikh. He says, uh, my Sheikh and the Sheikh of thousands of Australian Muslims, a man who allowed us to love Islam and its teachings, a man who is a beacon of ASWJ, may Allah Azza wa Jal safeguard Sheikh Faiz and his family. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy upon his parents. Mm-hmm. For look at the fruits, subhanAllah, of the Sheikh's da'wah and he raised us on that notion of forget the pump-ups forget just going into the lesson subhanallah wanting just you know to uh, just with the sheikh as you know there were two lessons <laughs> yeah two there types, was the wednesday yeah. <laughs> pump-up lessons yeah. which was the the injection yeah but the main need. theme was the but the other lessons the teachings you know it was like we used to tell people that it's a completely different sheikh subhanallah and it was a more of a teacher student relationship and for those that were doing fiqh sunnah back in the early days and the fajr classes um subhanallah sheikh just to give you a little bit of light things you never used to see yani there were some brothers even myself at times would catch a train from Likimba to liverpool for the fajr fajr lessons subhanallah that's how much and and the amount of knowledge that was gained was subhanallah unbelievable, uh, unbelievable. the main phrase sorry before you continue but the mon- main phrase i heard about those days the golden era yeah that yeah, was that, the main uh, phrase. those are gold because you know what the brothers were what i mean by innocent is they were genuinely wanting to seek knowledge until today until today we benefit from those what lessons happened? and the yep. sheikh won't he won't obviously he's not going to know the How unseen much, yeah but Sheikh, I would just give you just an example. The other day, someone asked me a question. They say, do I have to pay zakat on a debt? And it was a lesson with Sheikh Fayez about if you, if you, <coughs> someone owes you a debt and he's confirmed that he's going to pay it. He says, for example, I'm going to return your debt. Do you pay zakat on a debt, yes or no? Rather than him saying, I don't know where I'm going to pay your debt. Yeah. And you benefited that all those years ago. And, and I remember that lesson, it. subhanAllah, clearly. And I think there were four opinions on it and the sheikh broke it down. And subhanAllah, if it wasn't yani, for those intense lessons, and like I said, we, we were very focused on learning. A lot of brothers, Allah reward them, they had the intention and they took their studies further overseas. They're, they're the fruits that, that I don't think the sheikh 
يعني سوري شيخ لا تغزم ضمن غير ايموشنال بس يو نيفر سو ذوز ذوز فروتس فور ا لوت اوف اس بس ذي ذي اند اي ريمبر ذات ذير واز ا ريفر اند اي تولد هاو دو يو بيكم مسلم هي جاز انا واز ان ا سيتي اند سم جاي كيم جيف مي ا بامفليت اند اي نيفر سو ام اجين اي ريد ستاديد اسلام اي بيكم مسلم هي جاز اند ماي فاميلي بيكم مسلم هي جاز اند ذا جاي از جون اند هي نيفر نو هي نيفر نو ذا فروتس اوف Sheikh, is there is there an advice Sheikh you can give to the duaat, the preachers, the teachers regarding, like I mentioned, and what Omar said, maybe differentiating between those pump ups, and maybe making it like salt compared to the rest of the lessons, which are more ilmi based, more beneficial, and things like this. Look, there's no doubt that today we're in a world which is so so complicated and so disturbed, especially when we see. Before I get to that, uh, Sheikh Khalid. You know, I get very, very amazed by individuals and saddened at the same time when I see them in the Kaaba, like outside, I'm saying around the Kaaba, and they're taking selfies or they're praying Tarawih or the normal prayer and they've got the video on themselves. It beats the purpose of Ikhlas. It beats the... I'll re, I, I can, you cannot emphasize this point enough. Why do you need to show others that you're around circumambulating the Kaaba, that you're drinking Zamzam water next to the Kaaba, that you're doing Sa'i. Uh, why do you need to show this to people? Why do you need to show people you're doing du'a with your hands raised, which probably you are not even doing du'a when you're taking the selfie? Why? What's the purpose of this? I, uh, this is mind-boggling. We went to the scholars' warning when we went to Amro 2001. I remember there was like a... studio you walked in and they used to just take a photo and i remember that uh, it was one of the scholars that came visited that brothers asked him and they said the scholars are warning just for that one photo you just like take it in ahram and you got like a like a green screen behind you that's correct and it's just this one photo and the scholars are warning that don't do this it's It's three, yeah, right, straightforward. Do you not need to beat around the bush? Photo. It's three, yeah, it's three, yeah. And how many du'as, Sheikh, you know, unfortunately, you know? I don't, I, I, can't, I can't fathom the reasoning behind, I honestly can't. Like, why would you jeopardize your ikhlas? For whom? Your audience, when you worship Allah, understand this. Your audience is only one. That is Allah. When you do an act of worship, Irrelevant what that act, the size of it. When you do an act of worship, everything around you ceases to exist except the one that created the existence. You are praying. You are worshiping him alone. Why do you need to uh, show people that you're worshiping Allah? That beats the purpose of ikhlas. And Sheikh, can Riyadh come after the fact? It is, Ria. Yani, you've done it. Yes. You, you had absolutely. intentions. Absolutely. But five minutes later. By you portraying that photo, that sound even, to the world, that is Ria. No matter what you say it isn't, it is Ria. It's called showing. To show others you're worshipping Allah. What does Ria mean? We don't know your intention. Allah would judge that. We don't judge intentions here. That's up to Allah Ta'ala. But we judge the the apparent sort of behavior. Indeed, and definitely, Isriya. And you can destroy the deed. Absolutely. Why would you do that for? Honestly, I can't fathom this. What was the question, sorry? The different sheikh of like the, especially as I said, du'at and teachers, preachers, between the pump-up sheikh or those which are just more general uh, and those which are more... I strongly encourage and advise every day that yes, continue 
seeking and acquiring the path of salvation, which is the testimony of La ilaha illallah. وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِمَّنْ دَعَى إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ they, could, they cannot be better in speech, anyone, than the one that calls to Allah Ta'ala while he himself does the righteous acts and says, I am indeed from among the believers, the Muslims. Saying this, my advice to every da'i, if, first of all, you get asked about another da'i, you better fear Allah. Don't go and slander him. Obliterate the jealousy that you may have inside you. Don't belittle. Don't disparage. Don't denote. Any day. Because what you're doing is you're trying to up yourself, elevate yourself, that I am better than this person. Islamically, you are not allowed. To slander, to talk about another day ever, no matter what your difference may be. You can talk about the matter in question, but leave the day alone. Don't drop names. Don't ever mention names. Naam, ya estes. But sometimes Asfur, ya Asfur. Subhanallah. That's going back 20 years. Subhanallah. So, Sheikh, you know, you say don't drop names, but don't drop so much evidence that. Like saying, I'm not going to tell you about someone, but he's in Likimba or he's from Bilmore, or he's from, and he don't, and he keep it as vague and as general. It's there's Omar. The problem that we have today is, unfortunately, look, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not pinpointing anyone or pointed the finger. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala judges every single servant of His. But what I have experienced is a lot of jealousy. Aman Siddhuat. Why? You're beating the purpose of what you're trying to Let's achieve. Why? If a person has 30 students and you only have one student, thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you got that one student. That's one student could be better than the 30 there. At the end of the day, focus, capitalize on what you have. Stop looking at others. Does not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say to us in many verses, in many ahadith, don't look at those who are lower, but look at those who are above. Uh, don't look at that which you have been given. And then look at others, what they have been given, and desire that whatever they have been given. Is it not what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in, in replete amount and plentiful amount of verses? Absolutely. Don't speak about other dua. Let it go. You have an issue with him between you and Allah. Make dua for him. If you are sincere and want to better, better in this individual, you don't do it by slander. You don't do it by backbiting. You don't do it by scrutiny. You tell every individual who you say, be careful, be careful, be careful of this individual. Why? Why would you do that for? Maybe in the sight of Allah, it's better than you. So a basic sort of understanding is there is always someone much better than you. It doesn't matter. You have to accept that. It doesn't matter. It's a blessing that you're able to verbalize the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the prophetic injunction of our beloved teacher. That's enough. I know our time is very limited. <laughs> and so we're going to wrap it up, Ya Sheikh, um, because you have another obligation to attend to. But before we end, Sheikh, just your last general advice. How are you? What have you been, Yani? Subhanallah. 
up to these days. The brothers, yani, subhanAllah, always like to catch up with you. Inshallah, we can see more yani, of you if Allah subhanahu ta'ala gives us the, 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 the permission. Just some final words, Ya Shaykh, inshallah, before we end. <laughs> My personal life, Alhamdulillah, I'm fine, period. Alhamdulillah. As for a final sort of advice is, Kul amantu billah so you believe in Allah, I believe in Allah, and you remain steadfast. The most important thing in our life as a Muslim, which is one of the greatest servitude of worship, manifestations of worship, is to remain patient. Patient until you meet the Almighty Allah. Many things are going to come, many obstacles are going to come your way. Cause and effect, it's going to happen. What you need to do is be patient until you meet the Almighty Allah. And indeed, you will meet many obstacles that you don't like in your life. It's part of life. It's part of the test. And the more you have, the more Allah loves you. It's simple. There are many narrations to this definition, this meaning. So patience in the face of adversity, perseverance, commit, and be continuous on that path. Perpetual. Now. Allah يحفظكم ويبارك فيكم. الله يجزاكم خير الله reward you. Like we said, the time is limited. Inshallah to fulfill another obligation for Allah Subhanahu sake. And we hope that Allah Subhanahu allows us to have you again in the near future. وجزاكم الله خير والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. الله وبركاته. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah.